Welcome to the Quarter Life Podcast. My name is Oscar Magana, and with me I have my co-host Juan. How are you doing, Juan? Hello, everybody. I'm doing pretty well today, man. How's your How's your day so far? It's pretty good. I just woke up though from a nap. <laughs> um, I just want to say thank you guys for the all the support, the constructive feedback, the positive feedback uh, we got from the first episode. The first episode was a, I guess in my eyes, a hit. We got over 250 uh, unique listeners which is great. So thank you for all the people that listen to the first 15 minutes or the people that listen all of it. Again, we appreciate all of you guys. And for today's podcast episode, we'll be talking about food. And for today's segment, we're going to be talking about your childhood meal. Um, this idea came from basically just eating my mom's food every day. Um, my personal childhood meal, that's something that reminds me of my mom or when I was just a little kid is like, Tacos dorados, or mm-hmm. um, fried like tacos, and they usually consist of just like potato, a little bit of cheese, and chicken. I know for my sister, it'll be my mom's enchiladas, um, because she eats like ten of them every time she like makes them. But what what what's your child? What like meal reminds you of your childhood, Juan? Mm, I don't think a particular one reminds me of my childhood, but I mean I will say that my favorite meals, uh, tortas de milanesa. Because I've been eating them since I was little, but I can't say that's my favorite. It definitely reminds me of home. Every time I eat one, I compare it to how my mom made it because mm-hmm. I think hers are the best. As far as childhood goes, I mean, I've always been a very picky eater. So I've never liked... You ready? Mm-hmm. I've never liked ketchup, barbecue, mayonnaise, mustard, <laughs> horseradish... Um, let's see, what else? Cheese, dairy, milk, um, shit, creams, um, there's just a bunch of other shit that I, that what, I don't like. What do you like? <laughs> what do you like? Like, um, meats, oh, I don't like fish, though, um, beans, honestly, there's, there's more stuff that I, I actually like than, than I don't like. Okay. What I don't like is just basically like most condiments and cheese and dairy. That's pretty much it. I think growing up, I, I slowly started liking certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, like crema or uh, sour cream mm-hmm. uh, was something that I just recently started liking. And it's not only... I have to have a certain crema. Like there's um, creams or sour creams that are very watery. And there's some that are very like thick. And I like the thicker one. Um, but I think... I think also about my childhood meals is something like arancheras or cookouts. I think yeah, I just think about summers. I think about when I would be outside in in my in the streets and just playing soccer with like the kids in the neighborhood and then mm-hmm. when I'm done or I want to I'm hungry my dad would be like grilling some arancheras or some burgers. Right. Like that smell of a cookout always is a nostalgic smell. Mm-hmm. And I think um a lot of people tend to think about like their childhood or like usually like their mom would think about like if you haven't been home for a while I think your mom when she hears that you're coming back she'll make your favorite food yeah and to me it's usually like like tacos dorados you know right like but you mentioned a lot of things that you didn't like what have you have you like started liking something or is it just something that's just flat out you don't like it anymore well what my mom says is that when we were in Mexico, I used to like everything. Cheese, all the condiments that I listed, I would eat. Like, she would just, I would just intake it all. 
And then when we moved here, I just started not liking things as much. Hmm. So maybe it's because things are just processed differently here. But my mom used to tell me that she used to feed me like, like a tortilla with queso fresco in it. And like that would be it. And I would like eat like 10 of those as a little kid. <laughs> so I don't know what happened, honestly. But, but actually, I used to love tacos de lengua. And now I don't as much anymore. I think certain meats are definitely a, a acquired taste. I like tacos yeah. de lengua. I like um, tacos de cabeza. But there's people that just think of like cow head. And you're just mm-hmm. like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Um, I know my dad eats um, tacos de... The ojo, yeah. Um, from which is the cow's eye. Uh-huh. To me, I I won't touch that. That's just yeah. that's 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 my line right there. Uh-huh. But like tacos de tripas, I'll destroy any day. <laughs> Probably my favorite taco. Yeah. Um, but I think also childhood meals is like where you usually like. Where's your spot to go? You know where yeah. where do you like every time like I come back to Aurora, I feel like we always go to you know Taco Durango, mm. or like we go. People like love to go to Elotes Gomez. You know, shout out to them, local, yeah. local like businesses. But like, they made such a a unique taste. Like they like I guess in their way perfected their taste. And and people, when they think about Aurora, when they think about you know Chicago, like people that move out and they think about their childhood or they think about when they used to live here. They think about these like cornerstone like establishments. Because um, yeah. I know when you know I'm, I go to DeKalb, which is like only forty five minutes away, and I try to get a, a you know a, like Burritoville. Yeah, when I try to eat, shout out to Burritoville, it's not it's, it, it it gives me the satisfaction of I got a late night tacos or late night burrito, but it's not tacos de rango. Never. It's never like it's, it's, it won't touch it, but. You know, I try to get like their Michoacana and their corn in a cup is trash because it's, it's so dry. Yeah. But like, I come back to Elotes Gomez, I come back to Tacos Durango because it reminds me of my child, because it reminds me of where I'm from. And I, and I think um, that's the reason why I chose this topic about food, which is how food is a universal like stitching of all of us. Like, it, it mm-hmm. kind of puts us all together. Yeah. Um, I know black people, I know Asian people, I know white people who love Elotes Gomez. Like, anywhere else, they probably wouldn't have known what a corn a cup is. They probably know what a corn on a cob is, but yeah. not, the, not the way Elotes Gomez makes it. Yeah. And I think food is definitely a universal thing. I, I think to most of us, it reminds me of, it reminds us about where we come from or, or like where, um, how we grew up. Some people weren't as privileged as much and th- when they think about I guess quote unquote the struggle food to them it's just like the good old days of like they didn't have anything yeah. but their mom tried to like make do and they had like grilled cheese with like maybe right. hot dog slices yeah. you know I was reading this reddit thread that it was something similar it wasn't exactly what we're talking about right now about childhood food but it was something along the lines of like what do you what, what what's a um, oh crap! I can't remember. What is a like a business or just a location that you've never seen anybody in, mm-hmm. but they're always around? And some people were saying like mattress firm because like how often do you need a mattress? So they never really see anybody there, but they're like in every corner. And someone else said Long John Silver's, and they're like, I don't get why Long John Silver's is so popular. Like I've never seen anybody in there. And then some guy in the comments said that he grew up, like, in a white trash neighborhood. And, like, 
you know, just like the poorest of poor people uh, live there. And then Long John Silver's a like a uh, luxury meal for them mm-hmm. when they can afford it. And I think that's so crazy, you know. But to him, it was like, it was like, dude, this, that, that's what I was growing up on when I was five, ten years old. Okay, so you mentioned luxury food. What, what, do, you, what do you consider luxury food growing up? Because to me, and I, I feel like a lot of people... Definitely not John, Long John Silver's. Not Long John Silver's, <laughs> but to me, um, every time when I was a kid and I would pass by McDonald's, yeah. and I was like, Mom, can I get McDonald's? And they're like, no, there's frijoles. Yeah. Like, to me, McDonald's was like, I, I did my chores. I got like good you know, scores in, in elementary school. I got McDonald's in the end of the week. Yeah. What what was your like luxury food as a child? I always looked forward to Old Country Buffet on Sunday. Bro, shout out to shout, shout out. Rest in peace. Food. Rip F. Um, when you were talking about your spot though, that you think of from childhood, I do have one specific one though, and it's the Taco Mobil. I don't know if it's there anymore in the flea market hmm. on Union. You know what I'm talking about? No. It's the flea market on New York, right next to the Aldi. Oh, okay. That's yeah. not Union. That's Farnsworth. Oh, fuck, I said. It's Farnsworth. Well, anyway, it's it's Farnsworth and New York. Yeah. And the taco mobile in there, I swear to God, used to be the best tacos in the universe. But now they're not as good anymore. I went there like two years ago and I haven't been there back because like I didn't really like it last time I went. I remember um, growing up as well, like when I was maybe 10 or 12, my dad used to love food trucks. And I think um, by that's dad had a had like this like pork mm-hmm. like he had like shish kebabs and like fried pork and tacos and stuff like that and this dude made like the best like pork like any way you want it you know barbecued pulled anything he had it and mm-hmm. i think he ended up selling like i just saw his truck or like his his food truck in a like a like a not like a like where you go junk like a junk a junkyard and i just made me sad Damn. it was like Rest in peace to Buddy's business. Like, this dude right. had, like, the best... To me, just thinking about it, like, I can remember... My taste buds can remember yeah. the taste. Like, it's a, it was a certain... It's like a cornerstone taste. Like, it, it, it's a memory that my tongue will always forever have. Right. You know, and... It, it kind of goes back to... We used to eat, like, anything. And, and we, we didn't gain a, a single pound, right? right. And this, this moves on to our next segment. Like, as a, as a kid, you used to eat, like, you know, chicken nuggets and, and, and whatever the cafeteria gave us that day. And we didn't gain a pound. We were all skinny or, like, you know, or healthy for a kid. Now it seems like we eat, like, or smell, like, McDonald's and you gain 10 pounds. And everyone's trying to eat healthy now, especially um, people are trying to avoid, you know, diabetes and high blood pressure, what do you, how do you function throughout the week? Like, what, what's your usual diet? Mm, I don't think I have a set one because I've kind of, okay, so this is like a long, long story. So basically when I was younger, I was a single child for like probably 10 years. And then my first younger brother was born. And then um, shortly after he was born, maybe he was like one or two years old. And I had, to start, I had to start babysitting him from a young age. And I was, like, in middle school at that time. So I would eat at school. I'd come home. I'd eat whatever my mom made, like, at 4 or 3 p.m. And then I wouldn't eat the rest of the day because, like, what was made by my mom at 4 is basically what we had until the next day at 4 p.m. Okay. Around the same time. 
So I've kind of developed a really like some people would say it's a really bad habit, but I sometimes only eat once a day, once or twice a day. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because like I got so used to eating twice a day once at school and then once I got home that my stomach maybe might have shrunk and then I get full faster. Um, but then there's other days where I don't eat like for the majority of the day and then at night like I eat like like a 10 pound chicken or something yeah and I'm super full and then in the morning I wake up like stupid hungry so that's my week basically like in a nutshell I eat once or twice a day and then per week I like try to not overeat or you know exceed my limit of eating once or twice per day and I think as long as I'm balancing myself well enough I shouldn't see that much uh, um, like change in my weight or energy. I I think it's been working out fine, honestly. Okay, so I, I've known you for like a while. Like yeah. Early high school, maybe. And I know you were like almost like, I won't say chubby kid, but you, you did have like you know, a little... When I was in middle school, yeah. You had like a little bit there, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you obviously are like a more slimmer guy now. Yeah. But I know that you also eat like... You 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 almost pride yourself on <laughs> the, the combos. Fa- you almost pride yourself on the fact that you get like one combo. Um and for the people that don't know what this combo is, um I'll let Juan explain to you what the combo is. Okay, so shout out my cousin Ruben Nino. He put me on this and subsequently all of our friends on this. Uh there's a really good pizza place on New York Street in Aurora, Illinois, if you're familiar. Um it's right next to a gas station, it's called Five Pizza. They have really good pizza, but what else they have is a really good Wing combo, so you get eight stupidly huge wings that are sauced with either buffalo, barbecue, or teriyaki. Haven't tried the teriyaki one though, but I'm excited to. And a side of fries, cheese for your fries, and ranch. And the box is probably like eight inches by eight inches. Mm -hmm. And it's like just stupid big. And I can't finish it by myself anymore. The first time I had them, I did finish the whole box by myself, and I just can't. It's so much food, but it's so good. All right, but going back to that, so you, you pride yourself at, at getting a combo, and we always joke around, let's get a combo today. You guys, But we, you tend to at least get a combo once a week. Yeah, I think so. What do, you, what do you tell people that try to eat healthy throughout the week? Like, Do you recommend them maybe like splurging a little bit and eating their, their favorite or like their guilty food throughout that like once a week or twice a week? What, what, do, you, what do you recommend people? Uh, I mean, I just recommend people like balance themselves off really well, because if you're eating that stuff every day, yeah, it's a huge issue. You would probably see me get gain weight over probably just one week if I ate that every day. But like I said, I feel like eating your mom's food if you're still at home or you can cook for yourself like Ariel does. Mm-hmm. Um, you can balance yourself off pretty well. Um, I just recommend that you. It's okay to splurge every once in a while, but if you're doing if you're splurging yourself every day. It's pretty bad. I think in college, I definitely, I think it was a border, um, it was a mixture of splurging myself, thinking I was splurging myself, a little bit of laziness, and just kind of like a mentality that I can't afford like groceries, where I bought like fast food every day, like whether yeah. it was McDonald's, Burger King, and I thought to myself, eating like Jamie Johnson or Subway was healthy. But not only did my wallet hurt, but, like, I definitely gained weight. Like, yeah. throughout my sophomore, junior year, that's where, like, I gained the most weight. And especially, like, adding, obviously, drinking, beer, definitely added me, um, made me gain a lot of weight. So now that I'm more self-conscious about what I eat, I definitely 
eat or try to eat healthy, try to eat what my mom makes. Mm. And then, like, just, like, yesterday, I went to Chili's with my girlfriend. And that that would right. be, like, my my spoil. Like, yeah. Or, or like, I try, I eat, technically eat maybe twice or three times, which is still pretty bad. But, like, I know that you or or it seems like you eat at least maybe once a week. Yeah. Which is, like, the combo. Yeah. Um, But moving, Definitely. like, moving forward to the the next segment. There's a show on Netflix called The Final Table. Yeah. I don't know if you're, you know about this. Yeah. You put me on. I put you guys on. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> people, that, the people that don't know about this show, it's basically 30 to, I think it's like 40 maybe, 40 like renowned chefs throughout the world. I think you're right. You're and, and then they, they compete. Every every episode they compete. They, they, they're given a certain country. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the first round is like judged by... Like usually three celebrities and a food critic, right? And they and they're given like a certain meal, like known. like the country's si- signature dish. Yeah, the country's signature dish, and they try to make it their way. They try to make uh, the presentations usually like big on them, like the pre- the way they present, you know, certain dishes, mm-hmm. and then the taste, obviously, right. whether they they changed it up and and made it their own or they made it a classic, mm-hmm. and the second part of that show. Is usually a chef, renowned in that country, right? Who like gives them one certain ingredient, which is like, it can cactus. be like cactus or yeah. like you know pumpkin, pumpkin, and they have to make a dish based off that one right. ingredient. Mm-hmm. And they well, just the cert- just the amount of dishes they make is incredible. Just the, I they might not even taste good to me, but just the way it looks is art. And even there was like a a chef there who was more of an artist than a, than a chef, but he uses food as an art. Right. And and it goes kind of to like this our new topic, fine dining versus fast food versus like your your typical mom or pop or street food. What what's your your experience with fine dining? None. None. I don't think I've been you said well when we were walking up here you said that maybe I have been to right. so I'm I'm a, I'm a fine dining restaurant. I'm gonna give you certain questions and whether you, you tell me yes or no, I can tell you went to a fine dining restaurant. Okay. Have you had an appetizer before? No, you never had an app. Like, but have you been offered an appetizer? I mean, like at maybe TGI Fridays, yeah. Okay, does that count? Do you like? Are you ever ever offered like a cocktail or like a beer? No, no. First, I don't drink that much either. So, but like, was the Am I op- offered? Was the option no. there? And like, and then there was the main course, and then there was the dessert, right? Usually, those four things are like the staple of fine dining. You have your appetizer. Which is your, you know, you warm up your stomach, your palate. You get a cocktail, which is usually wine, a beer, um, a cocktail, or whatever. You get your, you get your uh, main dish. Most fine dining places will give you a small portion, like a very small portion. Maybe you want, you won't even fill yeah. you up. But the quality of the food's there, and the presentation's there, and then they offer you dessert, whether it's like a slice of cheesecake, ice cream, whatever. But the, it's there, and then the usually the atmosphere is what you pay for. Um, I've been to a couple fine dining restaurants, and usually the price really hits my wallet. Yeah, it it can go for anywhere between sixty to one hundred and fifty dollars. Sure, and that's just me, maybe going through the smaller fine. Like I haven't there. I know there's places out there that we have to reserve a seat maybe two three weeks in advance, and it's like a four hundred dollar bill. There's places where you have to pay for your seat. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Um, what now? What's your experience on fast food? 
Uh, I mean, it's, it's like you just said, it's like once a week, but I usually not pertain myself to one restaurant per week. Like, okay, I'll, I'll get the combo, yeah, once a week or every other week, but I'll probably only eat fast food, like you said, a limit once per week. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this week I had McDonald's, so maybe next week I'll get Burger King, or uh, next week I haven't had Subway in a while, why not go there? Jesus, mm -hmm. um, $500 for one plate, dude, that's crazy. Dude, I'm, hey, still, I'm still thinking about that. Like, like, there's places where, like, they'll explain to you why it's $500. They'll be like, this steak was, like, <laughs> grass-fed in Japan where they eat only strawberries yeah. and, and, and their meat is so tender. And I've seen, like, the the food channel where, like, or, like just, like, shows, like, I will look up Gordon Ramsay on the internet and, like, they talk about how the percentage of fat to meat is perfect yeah. and just the way they, like, they prep it and, like, all this, like, work behind this dish. And to me, it was, like, that makes $500 yeah. worth it or you know 100 or mm. 500 but fast food like you're always on a hurry like you want your yeah. your burger your your sure. your fries and your, and your drink or your five or, sausage burritos or your five <laughs> sausage burritos shout out to McDonald's you want them right away right you're not you're not paying for you know McDonald's to look like a fucking a five star restaurant right. you, you want you for some for, yeah. some for some of us we haven't stepped in, inside McDonald's in such a long time or a Burger King or, or a Wendy's we just kind of go through the drive through when you walk into a fine dining like restaurant, you get like this explosion of atmosphere. You know, yeah. like they have a theme. Like one yeah. of my favorite restaurants, which is the the Wildfire mm -hmm. in Oak Brook. Like it has this like nineteen thirties gangster like bar, like this prohibition bar where wow. like everything's like oak brown and like the, the lights are dim. The booths are almost personalized, where you can't even see anybody near you, and you get this like almost like a candlelit dinner. And, like, just the presentation, like, kind of makes your mouth water a little right. bit. Right. And then you get, like, fr they don't even say mozzarella sticks. They say fried mozzarella. You get fried mozzarella and you get, like, some bread. But it's, like, wheat. They, they explain it as, like, it's wheat dough or something. Yeah. Like that. And it's, like, just bread. Okay. And then you get yourself a filet mignon or a, my girlfriend, I think, that time got, like, a, a quarter of a chicken. And it's just, like, they'll offer you fries, right? But, like, it's, like hand-cut fries or steak fries. Yeah. They're not, like, regular McDonald's fries. There's, like, they're more, like, right. bigger, juicier. They're grass-fed with strawberries in Japan. Basically. The fries. And then, like, they kind of, like, force the dessert menu on you. Like, oh, you already spent $90. Why not spend another 20 and get yourself a brownie with right. ice cream? And then the tip has to be a little bit larger because... Obviously. You, yeah. you have to pay for the, the experience. And you have to pay for the food, which... Might not have filled you up, but, like, the, the, the unique tasting of it is, like, you paid for that. Right. But I also feel like you get that same thing at a mom and pop's restaurant. You yeah. go sit down. They don't offer you appetizer, but, like, you know you're going to sit down with a, with a couple friends. Just kind of feel homey. Yeah. And, and, and we go back to this whole aspect of you go to your cornerstone location. You go to the Tacos yeah. Durangos. You go to even Denny's, like. Right, I know absolutely. you. You know you, me, and all our group friends. Like we have had so much memories with Denny's, and we just sit down and have a good time, and we yeah. eat a good food. We expect a, a food from Denny, like right. whatever Denny's feeds. We know that, but it's not the food, but the experience. Like, where where do you think? Do you value the experience of like eating food? I do, but only if it's with the right people. I I definitely think, or not think, but feel like. 
when I'm eating something, it's good by myself. But when I'm eating something with other people that I really like, enjoy being around, probably tastes better. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going through, a, like I've never been to a fine dining restaurant. Um, probably because the cost intimidates me. Um, but also because like, if I if I wanted to go to a fine dining restaurant, I would prefer having like my girlfriend and all my friends there too. Mm-hmm. But usually it's just like a one on one. It's a personal thing. Yeah, it's like a very personal thing. Um, and then street food. I think is the best. Yeah. Because you feel you feel at home. You know, sometimes you do have to tip or whatever. Uh, you get the experience out of it. But it's usually really... It's better than fast food. The atmosphere isn't as good as fine dining. But it's like a really good middle ground. You, you feel comfortable. I definitely feel comfortable yeah. there. Yeah. Mm. My mom says that in Mexico... Fast food doesn't even exist. Well, it does, but not particularly. And, like, what we call fast food here is, like, street food there. Like, somebody on a cart yeah. making tacos yeah. on, and, on the go. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, super fast. They're, like, the best in the whole country. I find that so crazy. I think because we live on, the, on uh, I guess, in a large suburb, we don't get a lot of, like, those carts here. Mm-hmm. Or And if it is, we got, the like, that food truck festival. Like, Pirmos Tacos or something. Um, or, like, Pirmos Tacos. Like, yeah. they're coming up yeah. now, but, like... Growing up, I didn't see a lot. Me either. But every time I go to the city, um, I see, like, at least two or three food trucks per corner. Yeah. And they're usually a lot during, like, rush hour. Yeah. Or not rush hour, but, like, lunchtime. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, people are coming down. They just want to get a quick burrito. And, or they go to their, their local um, shish kebab place yeah. or whatever. And it's just... It's definitely... You get the experience of home food to go. And I think that's where street food definitely ranks, I think up to with fine dining like right and i i remember growing up i tried to take this girl out on a date and i only like to me like a 45 dollar check was like a lot right. so like b-dubs or like olive garden or chilies were like my place to go i still like like to go to those places but like i know but you know what you're expecting like i know what i'm expecting you're right? not like and and i'm used to that check right i'm used to that like 45 50 dollar like check because i usually get like you know, chips between me and my, and my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We get two, like, entrees, a drink, and that's it. Right. But, like, I don't obviously go to fine dining every day. Right. I, I, I think the last time we went to a decent spot like that was maybe, like, two or three months ago. Mm-hmm. And I think fine dining has to be an event thing. So, obviously, some people are privileged enough to eat it almost every week yeah. or once a week. But, right. like, I guess for the average guy, like you and me, we like to eat... We like to splurge ourselves at least once yeah. a month and even if it's like a like a really good buffet right or a really good like you know we want to hit up tacos durangos like yeah. it's definitely like an experience we want to do at least once mm-hmm. but we don't want to like do it all the time right i think definitely like i'm a big advocate advocate of the quote too much of a good thing is a bad thing yeah like if we we know fast food isn't the greatest so we can't really call it good but fine dining is, you know, relatively good speaking. Mm-hmm. If we had fine dining every day, it would just kind of lose its, like, muster, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, kind of lose its specialty. Like, I want to eat caviar every yeah, day. Yeah, like, nah. It's like that one episode with Spongebob, or like, fine dining and breathing. Like, if you... Yeah, Mr. Krabs says food... No, the guy says food, water, atmosphere. Yeah. And Mr. Krabs like, nobody pays for atmosphere. 
but then he doesn't fix this place up and it goes out of business. Exactly. Yeah. But like, he it's it's definitely certain things you pay for when it comes to this experience of eating, mm-hmm. and 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 today's culture, I think, we might be pushing fine dining out of the window. I think fine dining, is a a luxury. That we kind of hold like it's it's there, yeah. But we know we can get our our better like more for our buck, you know. Okay, like uh, are you saying like millennials are more into go down to Joey's? It's like really nice. Um, uh, you get the best tacos. They're a little bit more expensive than the Taqueria Durango. They're like three bucks a taco, but they're really good. I th- like yeah, that. or or we can you can also think about it as. I can get this steak from my local butcher rather than get it from Walmart. Uh-huh. I can get my cheese from the same butcher rather than Walmart. I spent maybe f- like thirty dollars rather than like paying fifteen. Yeah, and cooking myself, mm-hmm. but I'm still saving money compared to fine dining, which they right. would charge me fifty for this plate. Right, and I can teach myself everything I need on YouTube. Right, what am I missing? The atmosphere. The atmosphere. That's all. Every that's the all drive. You. The experience basically. Yeah. Somebody else's unique way of plating it. Yeah, their signature. Making it art. Yeah. You know? And, like, you pay art. That's an art. And, yeah, and it I is. Think, I think, you know, if you are listening to this right now, recommend us your fine dining spot. Recommend us your your mom and pot spot, like, or your your favorite fast food what, joint, whatever. Um, hopefully me and Juan try them. I don't know. Yeah. But try the combo. Let them know that Core Life Podcast sent you. Use Core Life Podcast at checkout for 5% on <laughs> No, don't do that. Um, but moving to our next segment. Um, have you heard about these weird, like, diet yeah. trends? Well, what, and then they don't make sense to me. What, 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 what diet trend have you, like, heard of? I mean, like, the last one anyone mentioned to me was the keto diet. Yeah. But I don't really get that. Like, so do you just eat all meat and bread? You eat high fats. And okay. you and basically it's tricking your body to use your own fat as energy. Okay. I I haven't dug too deep into that one because I looked up other ones, but the the keto ones basically using your own you're basically your body's eating itself to for energy. That's pretty dangerous. And and it you some people if not done correctly don't get their vitamins. Right. Or their, their nutri- all their nutrition they they get. They become deficient in something. Yeah, and they, they start getting like their liver starts like. Like failing or like yeah. their kidneys or stuff like that, and like, but they start slimming down because obviously their body's shedding this fat, mm-hmm. or like just using fat. They're not using carbs. Um, actually, one thing that I looked up was these mono diets, where you only eat broccoli, or you only eat bananas, uh-huh. and like your 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 body just eats like most people try to get the carbs and their fats, but they they don't get the protein. Or their fiber. Or their fiber. Yeah. And then they kind of, they, they, to lose weight, they get, they will damage part of their body. Mm-hmm. And it's like celebrities, like, will try to push these, like, diets. And like, oh, it worked for me. Like, I got, you know, with 30 days, I yeah. lost 20 pounds. Like, yeah. See, I don't believe that. Because that that's just one person. Yeah. Like, one person doesn't speak for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, Buddy A doesn't have the same chemical composition is buddy b mm-hmm. you know buddy a could be needing more vitamin d and then buddy b could be needing i don't know 
more vegetables. Mm-hmm. You know? I know, I remember when I used to work out quite often, um, the buddy who I used to work out with recommended me the, his meal plan. Yeah. But, like, he ate, like, five times a week, uh, five times a day, and, like, had had no carbs. Like, he only ate, like, meat. He had, like, some sort of red meat and vegetables, but didn't have rice. Like, he cut rice or cut any types of bread. Really? Yeah, but he, he was huge. Like, he... Yeah. But he sounds like The Rock. He intaked a lot of protein. <laughs> I didn't want to look like that. I yeah. wanted more of a slim, toner Tone. look. Yeah. Definitely. Which I can, like, you can... If you're not as serious of working out, you, you can, can maintain easier. Yeah, you can maintain it. You can maybe cheat a little bit or like yeah. have a little carbs here and there. Um, but the best advice I ever got was just ask a nutrition or ask like yeah. a, a buddy who's studying nutrition. Yeah. Um, what's the best like diet for me? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and if you're a nutritionist or studying nutrition, hit hit us up uh, on on Twitter, whatever. I, I like to, I like to hear your feedback on like these weird dangerous or, or or just obviously stupid weird um diet trends. diet trends yeah but i don't know i mean all those diet trends to me are weird because again one person doesn't speak for everybody and what works for you isn't going to work for me i think that the safest way to diet yourself is just to eat a balanced diet exercise uh exercise in a way that accommodates for your lifestyle. Like, okay, you can't go drive an hour to go work out in the gym because you live in buttfuck nowhere. Yeah. Why don't you just work out at home? YouTube instructors are free. Um, or like, remember when I was saying that I eat like out once a week or maybe twice a week, like fast food? Mm. Okay, but I go play soccer like twice a week for an hour every time. And like, if depending if I run enough or I cover the field as much, you know, I'll probably lose the weight that I ate that day in an hour, you know. Um, I just think people should balance themselves out better. In the end of the day, it's just balancing. It's like... I think so. You don't have to, like, flirt with these, like... You can flirt with these diets, like, maybe, like, take a yeah. the idea of, like, maybe avoiding high amount of carbs, but, like, don't, like, just, like, starve yourself of nutrition and, and vitamins and all yeah. that. I think so. Yeah, so it's just all about balance. Mm-hmm. And another thing is, like, if you're dieting that way, you don't ever think about what you're losing. You just think about what you're gaining. Obviously, you think, like, what I'm losing is weight, but what else am I losing? Am I losing vitamin D, A, B, C, you know, mm-hmm. by just eating bread all the time? And what else am I gaining? Because if you don't eat, I think, as much... Like I said, with me, like your stomach starts to shrink and then your body is used to eating less. So when you try to eat more than you're used to, then you gain hella weight. Mm-hmm. That's super bad. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by balancing. Okay, well, I think that covers for today. Yeah. You have any think so. last comments? Um, yeah, just a big disclaimer. We're not nutritionists or oh, diet no. experts at all. We're just... We just love food. Yeah, we just well, Oscar more so than me because I'm really picky. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, I want to say thank you guys for listening to the Core Life Podcast. Today was a little short episode. Um, our episode might fluctuate be, uh, while we start learning how to um, just do this whole podcasting. This is our second episode. I want to give a shout-out to Buddy in the library uh, who hooked us up with the media room. Um, shout-out to Buddy. 
Mm-hmm. I also just want to say thank you guys. Please share. Uh, Juan, where can we find you? What What are you doing? Uh, right now, I'm just I'm doing my little drawings on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Juan.ai. Um, having a lot of fun doing that. Um, someone told me at work that I should promote myself by buying space on someone else's page. Uh-huh. But I don't really want to do that, so maybe this will help out. Free advertisement? <laughs> with, with, with followers? Yeah, let me plug myself real quick. <laughs> Uh, but you can just find me there. I'll be doing my little doodles. Yeah. And for me, you can find me on Twitter, OscarMC25. On Instagram, you can find me at Oscar underscore MC25. Um, and like, I want to see, I guess, in the link, on the, on the post when I make this post on Twitter. Engagement? This, an engagement, yeah. yeah. Let's, I want to start an engagement. Show us your favorite food. Like, quote it with your favorite food, your favorite spot, you know. Or just, if you're a nutritionist, hit us up. I want to know what's up with these weird trends. Right. Um, And check us out next week for our next episode. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.